0: hello and welcome to the spill session with sage episode 81 it is your host with you sage this monday sorry it's a little bit later than i wanted to post an episode but this was a little busy today in the morning and um, i don't know why i suddenly turned british i don't know what is wrong with me yesterday and today i just took the fattest naps to exist and the funny thing is touch wood i still can sleep at night like perfectly soundly i don't know what is wrong with me It's not even like I took my booster, which we will get to that. I just cannot function suddenly. I don't know what's wrong. Literally yesterday afternoon, I was like, we're going to make it productive. I'm going to record my podcast, edit it, schedule it, do all the things. And I ended up taking a fat nap for like three hours. And today in the morning, I worked out. I had my breakfast. I had a meeting. I, what else did I do? I went to touch up my nails and then I went to try and get my booster. So the thing is. I haven't gotten my text message for my booster. But then like they also just released about the deadline thing. 270 days after your second dose, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know what it is. And I was like, well, shit, I've been waiting for the text message. And I haven't gotten my booster yet. And I want to get boosters. It's not even that I don't want to. I want to please boost me. You know, I want to be protected and safe. And I don't know what to do because I haven't gotten the text message. So I was like, shit, now what do I do? So today, oh my god, I went to the CC near my house and I basically went home like 10 minutes after. So I had to walk in. Obviously, the queue was like two hours long. I was like, hell no, it's so hot. I'm not going to stand here for two hours. And I was telling the lady, I was like, I haven't gotten the message. Yet. She was like, oh, no. Like, yeah, like she was basically like saying, like, I'm not the only one who hasn't gotten a message yet. So I'm just like, what is going on? So then I saw this QR code on the pillar saying something like if you can register your interest or something like that, which uh, I don't know, man. I've I've registered my interest. I'm just waiting now for the text. I I'm hoping to get the text tomorrow so I can book an appointment and I don't have to wait like two hours and then i'm also really stressed because i don't want to like stop exercising for a long time also because i mean obviously i will for my own safety but it is annoying because like you know it's i like it's a built in routine for me and it helps my mental health and everything so yeah that that's that's just the situation right now i'm just waiting for that damn text message to come through so that i can go get boosted but um if any of you haven't gotten your text message please let me know because i would love to find out like which CC you went to that was not popular or had no waiting time please please let me know because genuinely I'm like girl where where do I go so that is it on that so yeah in other news my family has gone back to the UK as of last night and um, I mean it's different now it's a lot quieter um, you know we've been seeing each other like every day um, I touched on this a little bit I think in last the last episode um about like our situation and how we grew up in a joint family which i really want to do an episode on that as well solely i i don't know how though i'm not sure what kind of way i want to do it but maybe in february or next month or whatever If, if you want to know more about like the joint family situation and how we're like so close till today um let me know i could do that um anyway as i was saying yeah we're really close and um yeah, they left, they left, they went back to the UK. And very honestly, I haven't really been thinking about it. Like, I was fine because I mentally prepared myself that the day was coming. And I kind of, and I really liked the approach that I took this time, which was really just enjoy the time that you have. Don't think so much about the time that you don't have. And like, you know, life goes on. Like, I also really need to get back to my routine. I feel like today is like the first Monday of Jan for me, not last week. Because, you know, the the full first week of Jan, I was still pretty much on holiday mode. Um, with my, my cousins and my brother and we were just going out like every single day we were doing either we were either sitting at home just watching movies or doing work together or uh, we went to wild wild wet which was really fun um bless the weather honestly uh it was it was really good i haven't been to wild wild wet in like Maybe years like I want to say like four or five years and um, I have to say it really really was very fun. Um, Obviously due to COVID restrictions and all those little strange like the queues and stuff but that aside I highly recommend if you... Oh my god did you hear my dog? Another thing I really recommend doing this is something I did on saturday so before obviously now you can't use rediscover vouchers but still honestly like even if don't, don't even use the rediscover vouchers just go on the tour like spend the money and do it if you if you can or just go to a specific island so basically what we did is we did the southern islands tour our last um, attempt at the rediscover vouchers and to be honest like it starts really early so i did the weekend tour and basically it's a tour that goes to like kusu islands uh, Lazarus Island. And what's the other? St. John's Island. And you very well can do it on your own, like obviously. But for us, like my group of friends, we just really want to do something with the rediscover vouchers and we found this and we're like, okay, whatever. And very honestly, we were quite skeptical about it like the day before. Because I feel like the organization by the team was a little weird. Like they've misspelled all our names. Um they doubled someone's names they, it was just a little strange and we're like what are we doing and then the itinerary came and we're like oh my god it's a really long day and we have to be really really early like we had to report to marina south fair at 8 a.m so i think all of us secretly were like oh my god i really hope it gets cancelled because of the weather um and i woke up at like 6 or 6 30 and i was like i do not <laughs> want to go for a whole day like i just want to stay in bed but you know what i'm so glad we did it, it turned out to be so fun and i'm glad that we did the tour because now at least we know the lay of the lands like we know which island has what to offer and we definitely will be going back like forget tbc forget rumors beach club we're going back to lazarus island baby like that was the shit that was so much fun um so basically this tour and also we had a really nice tour guide his name was hj uh a he was so so sweet and He's like this older guy. I think he's like in his sixties. I want to say late fifties or early sixties, and um, he's so passionate about the plants. Of and like, we literally stopped every two minutes to look at a different plant. And at first, it was really, really cute. And then after, they we're like, okay, can we just go? But no. Okay. he was very, very sweet, and it was a really, really nice time. Um, he brought us around the whole island, Saint John's Island, and then finally, we had some free and easy time at Lazarus Island, which was the highlight for me because we just it was burning hot. Like my skin was burning so we just jumped into the waters and the waters look so different you really don't feel like you're in Singapore you know there are like yachts in the sea and the water is like blue so pristine and we just had a picnic on the beach it was so nice like Sentosa is so crowded and just so like you know you're in Singapore you know it's really musty and like it's so disgusting the waters and stuff like that but this this was really really good and the only thing about these islands which I also do like, I mean it's a blessing and a curse, is that there's just, just no civilization, meaning there's no like um food place, there's no water place, there's no any amenities, nothing like that. Like they have kept this so untouristy, which honestly I think gives the place the charm. And uh, yeah, we definitely will be going back to Lazarus Island. Like, we just go on, on our own. But I think you can only take the ferry to St. John's and then walk over. And the walk over, oh my god, you really, really feel like you're in Thailand, dude. Like, there is this one part where you it's the, the causeway bridge. Um, If you've been there, you know what I mean. But like this, it looks unreal. Like, you really, really feel like you're on a holiday. And I think that was just so nice for us because... Obviously, with the panty, um, you know we can't travel as much. Or now, especially because VTLs got suspended. I know we had that brief moment of hope. Um, I was very, very fortunate to travel when the VTLs were still open and before Miss Omicrom, Omnicrom, I still do not know how to pronounce it. I'm not going to give it the time of my day. Um, but yeah. So I mean, if you're looking for a little getaway that's COVID safe, uh, check out the islands, the Southern Islands tour. If you want to do the full tour, it was seventy dollars. Um, I mean we did it for free because of the rediscover voucher but if you really want to go for the full like tour and know what's happening on each island and even know the history and the culture highly recommend the tour and maybe like request for HJ as your tour guy because he was just amazing or uh, but if you don't want to go on the tour go straight to Lazarus Island or St. John's and walk over to Lazarus and have a nice beach day only thing is because of the ferry times you have to like go really early but like the thing with that's really good is that you can go later in the day and like where the sun is not like glaring on you so yeah i mean i would love to do a yacht party or something but it's so expensive like we did this once for my dad's 50th birthday which was like 2018 i believe um and we threw a yacht party and that was i think one of the most iconic events that we have thrown um in the Begaria family. <laughs> uh that was so much fun. Like even the baby my cousins and stuff, like my, ba- my baby cousins, they all remember it till today and they always say like that was the best party ever. And that also uh went to Lazarus Island, if I'm not wrong. I don't really remember. But um yeah, we we're just thinking about it. Like we were looking at all the yachts and we we're like, oh my God, I really want to go on a yacht And I was thinking, like, let me know if you know any of um if this is offered. But I was like, do they sell like tickets to go on a yacht like per packs instead of renting the whole yacht like can you just buy four spots or five spots with your friends to go on a yacht with like other people isn't that so much fun then you get to make friends and stuff but obviously i think because of covid they don't want you to intermingle with strangers so i don't think that is available but don't the, the, i don't even think that was available like before but um yeah if it is let me know because that that just seems like so much fun i mean what like oh, i don't know I definitely got the travel bug again. Like when I was at the Causeway Bridge like looking and I was like, oh my God, I wish I was in Thailand. But I'm not going to complain because I was very, very lucky to be able to travel already. So I'm going to keep quiet. I know those of you listening who haven't traveled, you're like, bitch, shut up. I'm so, I know, I'm sorry. Um, I'm really, really hoping the VTLs get open again. I think it's supposed to open in Jan, like 20 something Jan. So that's hope, Touchwood, like everything goes okay. Everyone is well. I hope all of you are safe. I know like left and right people are getting covid so I, I really hope everyone is safe and healthy, getting boosted. And if you got boosted in a walk-in and didn't have to queue, please let me know or you got boosted because sis needs to get boosted. But that is basically a little update um on what's been happening. Now let's get into the Netflix and chill. So I did an episode like this sometime last year called Netflix and chill or something like that. um And it was basically like a rundown of all the Netflix shows I've been watching or have watched or what you should watch because I am a big Netflix queen Um, I watch a lot of shows so I have watched a couple of things that I think you have watched too so let's just get straight into it the first show I want to talk about is Modern Family and I am very very late to this game I know but it took me literally two months exactly two months and I finished all 11 seasons plus the documentary after of modern family and it is one of the best shows there is to exist hands down i'm so upset that i finished it because like literally at night when i don't know what to watch i'll just watch tiktoks of modern family scenes and i'll laugh out loud no show other than like friends and my dare i say dare i say that this show is even better than friends i i said it and also you have to understand like i've watched friends like i think 20 times at this point i mean modern family like it's the first time i'm watching it so like It was so good. I laughed out loud so many times. I cried so many times. And the thing is, it's not an emotional show. It's a comedy. It's a full comedy. It's a sitcom. But the issues that they talk about in some episodes and the family... Um, sentiments that they talk about—they don't mean to make you cry. Like this, not like a sad show. You know, like this is us. Like they want the fi- the the tear works and all of that. This show doesn't. But like I really found myself crying one second and laughing the next second. I'm not even joking. Like some episodes, I'm literally crying and then laughing. My favorite favorite characters. Let me think. Um, I love all of them. I love all of them so much. I really love Claire. I I don't know. I love Claire. I think she's so un believably funny um obviously i love phil phil is such an amazing dad an amazing human all around i love the way actually my favorite thing honestly claire and phil's relationship because they really like you can see how much they love each other and especially phil like loves his wife and how much he respects her and how much i don't know it just makes me so emotional and like girl keep your standards high my my husband isn't a phil phil dunphy i don't want it but at the same time i also don't want like how ridiculous he is at times so maybe not fully phil um. Obviously, I love the kids. Um. Haley. Haley's story, honestly, could have gone so much more in depth. I feel like they really touched on some great parts of Haley's story, and then suddenly they just like, eh, what? I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it. But yeah, I was like, really okay, whatever. And Alex's story also did really well for like one part. I remember there's one specific episode. This is not a spoiler. It's just uh, there was an episode of her in therapy and she breaks down and i broke down with her dude i was like sobbing my eyes out it was so so beautiful but then they never touched on it again so i don't know and even the 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 youngest kid apparently uh luke so apparently he's some like genius um but like he's an iq of like a ridiculous number but he plays a dumb kid and another fun fact um Haley so sarah highland actually not such a fun fact quite a sad fact (laughs) <laughs> why did i think of that stupid tiktok fun fact really really sad fact oh, okay anyway so she had to have kidney transplants. like she almost died like she fully needed um i think first her dad and correct me if i'm wrong her brother i think for the second time because she went into rejection or something like her body rejected the first kidney so she had to go through like a lot of medical care and attention And, you know, for someone who's in comedy, I don't understand how they do it, where they like put on such a funny face and such a funny role, but they're going through so much inside. And I also know that it affected her mental health a lot and like she was very depressed and things like that. So you should definitely watch her interview. Even if you don't watch Modern Family, just watch, look up like Sarah Hyland kidney transplant on YouTube. Like you'll see the first interview that comes up is by this YouTube channel called Self. Um, It's a really, really good video. And um, I, I already loved her as an actress. And then I just gained so much more respect for her. Even Arielle Winter, who plays um, Alex, so another little tidbit is that she got emancipated from her mom because of abuse and many other reasons. So you should definitely read up about that as well. Like, all these actors have such, such difficult lives and such difficult stories that they had to endure. And, like, the fact that they come on set and like put on such a brave face and like make us all laugh every day and make me feel so good. Like I'm a very big comfort show kind of girl. Like I can watch the reason why I love watching friends over and over again because I know what's going to happen. And I know that's a very like, it's, it is a very common thing for people who, cannot deal with uncertainty very well like anxiety and stuff like it, it's a very common thing for people to like rewatch the same show and i feel with like modern family my sense of like comfort i just felt so lost after the show but when i was watching the show i felt so safe and so warm and fuzzy inside and that's a very rare thing for a show to give you and that one only one other show has given me that and that's friends so i think to find the other show that gives me that happiness and warmth like modern family did was just so so nice and Yeah, the storylines were amazing. Even Sofia Vergara was amazing. Okay, first of all, does she even age? Like, she literally looks the same, if not better, in season 11 than she did season 1. And she is freaking hilarious. Like, she is such a talented comedian. But I do feel bad for her that most of her comedic timing or her comedic parts were based on her Spanish accent. Which I'm just like, that doesn't need to be her trait that makes her funny. You know? Um, although, obviously, there's so many things more about her. I really wish that the show didn't stereotype her that much. But the thing is, this show was also made in the early 2000s. So, it it thrived off stereotypes. Actually, there were a lot of things in this show that if you if they were to be released today, like, oh my god, it would get cancelled in like two seconds. But I think that's the beauty of like 20 years ago where people, you know, it, like this thing, kind of stuff was a lot on television. It's not necessarily, like they don't mean it in a bad way, but like, I don't know. I, I thought they played it off very well, but the only thing I, I really will say is I just really wish Sophia Vergara had like another kind of personality trait that made her really funny, um, and not just her accent and the way she's like very loud and everything. I actually really liked that about her. I didn't. I, it was funny, but like I also really loved that about her character—the way she's so badass and she like can you know how she? There was that one episode early on, uh, her and Claire go to the gun range and then she just like shoots it like such a badass. <laughs> Yeah, so I really liked her. Stella, Stella's a queen. Uh, Oh, how can I forget? Miss Lily, Cam, and Mitch. Oh my god. When Lily, from season 3 to about like season 7, I want to say, um, Lily was like my favorite character because she was so small and she was so unbelievably funny due to like her scenes made me laugh i would rewatch them like i would finish it and then press the 10 second back and i would just laugh so hard and cam and mitch did you know um cam is straight in real life i know right like i just i love i love that someone is so secure in their masculinity to be able to play a gay role and still own it i just i love them i love them so much mitch is just hilarious in its own way yeah just um i don't know the whole show is amazing and highly highly recommend if you haven't watched modern family is not on netflix anymore but it it's not on netflix anymore but it is on disney plus so definitely check it out um before they remove it there as well if they will i don't know but it is just one of the best shows ever okay another episode no another show i want to talk about is emily in paris I have so many thoughts about this show um first of all season one if you haven't watched it it's basically about this girl Emily she's in her late 20s I think and she gets transferred to a job in Paris and she's literally a junior account executive or something like that which is basically very entry level um it's not a very high-paying job and it is so irritating how glamorous her life is and it's like I always see so many memes especially when the first season dropped and like every advertising marketing public relations kid was like girl where can i find this job because i also want to be wearing chanel head to toe and be a junior account executive in an agency and agency life is not glamorous let me just tell you that for all of you who are like i want to be a marketer in paris bitch let me just tell you this is not a representation of what an agency life is there is overtime hours you do not get to meet all the handsome boys of paris um you are just stuck in the office or yes, you get to go to events and stuff, but you are not enjoying the events. you are running the events. It is very, very stressful job. I love my job, but it is just irritating that like it's so glamorized, and like I want to have that life as well, but yeah that that's just my only like little ugh, it's very irritating to watch, but um, I mean, that being said, I love watching the whole like glamour and blitz and her their outfits, but season two's outfits need help, like what was going on with the gloves and the hats and it just... I think they really, really missed the mark on the on the fashion this season. Because season one was amazing. Like, they really, really looked beautiful. I think it's the same costume designer or set designer as Sex in the City. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. That's what I saw online or something. So, I understand the vibe. And it is it, it's not a bad show, actually. Like, it, it's a good bingeable show, you know? The episodes are not very long. They're about, like, 25 minutes, half an hour. Um and it's a guilty pleasure it really is um season one I think was a lot better than season two especially in the writing and the in the storyline and everything I feel like season two was just a little lackluster for a lack of a better term um I will say the guy who played Alfie was very hot I was quite attracted to him more than I was to Gabrielle in season one I was like Alfie is a hot like his accent and everything I was like all right um pop off king you know so yeah i i I really liked his character, I liked him, um, mindy, I feel like was a bit too like, yes, girl, you know, like. Dude, there were so many points where I'm just like, Minnie, can you be like a real bitch and a real friend and tell Emily that what she's doing is not right? Like what? Emily? Oh my God. Emily needs help. That girl needs help. First of all, how is it that every single man in Paris falls in love with her? I just don't understand. Um, she, I mean, she is beautiful. I love Lily Collins. Don't get me wrong. But like, what is not fair. I also want. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh my God, it's so annoying. And then just as annoying as it is, I just can't stop watching i can't stop i love it i really do it's my guilty pleasure and i love it and i can't i'm not afraid to admit it i love emily in paris as much as i hate it and it's just it gets to me um the one actress i really really liked in season two was camille she was so funny dude oh my god she was such a her lines like the whoever wrote her lines a plus dude like cherry on top that was so good um i really really liked her character i think she was she really held this show together for season two gabrielle was like all over the place he was just so strange honestly in this season he didn't have enough character development it was just this like pretty boy that had a crush on emily and i'm just like dude you know wrap it up where is your personality trait i don't know so that was emily in paris again if you haven't watched it watch it (laughs) i know i know just watch it it's such a like Brainless show, and you just get to look at pretty scenery. And even though this is not real life, I think that's the great thing, right, about shows about escapism. It literally cut to me like three minutes ago, complaining about how this is not real life. But at the same time, I do really like that it's like you know you escape into another world, and like you get to live in Paris for like you know ten episodes. Um and yeah, it's 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 a nice escape, and I did really enjoy as much as I didn't hate the storyline but um yeah emily in paris also (laughs) check it out if you haven't uh another thing i watched on netflix recently was pride and prejudice now pride and prejudice obviously if you don't know um it's a novel by jane austen and i really really wish i read the novel because the movie was just a very big question mark it you know the 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 iconic love story of elizabeth bennett and mr darcy like is his name mr darcy oh my god it is right okay let me just fact check that darcy pride yes okay mr darcy so you know it's so iconic you always hear it as references in other books and movies and i've always always wondered what the story was And I was really, I think because I genuinely had no idea what Pride and Prejudice was about. Like, I just never read the book. I read Little Woman. Actually, no. Little Woman, I only read, like, the first half of the book when I was really young. And I watched the movie. And the movie was really, really good. Um, Emma Watson, Florence. Oh, my God. I don't know her last name. But she played Black Widow's sister... Uh, Yelana and she was amazing in Little Woman she was really really good so Little Woman is also on Netflix I'm not sure that they've removed it but highly recommend you watch that and don't watch Pride and Um, I don't know I may be angering a lot of like very big literature fans here but I did not find the movie good as just a movie watcher I'm not saying that the storyline isn't good I'm sure the novel is a lot better which is why I'm saying that I really wish I read the novel instead because I'm sure the love story and the challenges and you know their obstacles that they had to face I'm sure that that would have been portrayed a lot better in the book I'm sure there were characters missing but um yeah I just I mean one for one Keira Knightley is just absolutely stunning and she obviously was amazing I just felt like when I watched the movie like just as a movie on its own okay I'm not talking about the storyline and the great iconic Jane Austen okay I'm not talking about that it just there was no explanation as to how he fell in love with her one moment he hated her and one moment he was in love with her i'm not even joking i'm I'm li- literally that's how it played out and she was so shocked and i was so shocked i was like what what how how like what do you mean and suddenly he went to lengths to prove his love and i'm like bitch how where was there was no interaction between them for them to fall in love like it just did not make sense at all and I was very upset at that. I was like I want to see the interaction between them. I want to see the like chemistry build up. There was absolutely nothing. It literally went from 180. Like it was just I hate you, I love you. And I just was so confused. I'm like what what's happening? So, I was a little bit upset about that. Um and I really wish they did that better like because it's such an iconic movie and dude, I was so bored during that time. I was just I was like, I need to watch something. I didn't know what to watch. So, I was oh my god, okay, I started watching Tick Tick Boom. Um, which is a um, movie by, uh, it's casting Andrew Garfield, Vanessa Hudgens, a lot of other talented actors and actresses. Um, they That is a depiction of the man who produced Rent, who like wrote Rent, the musical. Now, I'm a, I'm a big fan of musicals. I love musicals. I watched Waitress. I watched Hamilton. I watched uh, Les Miserables, however you pronounce that. Sorry if I butchered it. Um, but I think it is Les Miser- Miserables because I remember when I went for the musical that's how they pronounced it so I don't know I could be I could be remembering wrong but let me know um I watched that I've watched so many musicals in my day and I absolutely love love Broadway shows like musicals like that and I literally could not watch that movie I think I wasted like 20 minutes on it I'm like I don't know what's happening like I do not like this movie at all which I'm so upset about because I love Andrew Garfield um I love musicals i've always wanted to watch rent and that's like one of the musicals i'm like damn it i really want to watch um dear Evan hansen uh the book of mormon um all these shows it's like you know rent especially is one of the top ones i really have always wanted to watch but alas i have not watched it yet so yeah i was really really i had very high hopes for this movie but i don't know dude like some people say it was amazing i saw on someone's instagram story like oh my god best movie ever i don't know i just couldn't appreciate it at all i was just like what's going on like in the first 20 minutes i just i don't know I, I didn't like the movie so i'm sorry tick tick boom also did not do it for me um i'm looking for a new movie to watch like something i haven't watched before so don't look up i haven't watched yet i know that my cousins watched it and they said it was not great so that's on that um let me know what you guys think um That one song that Ariana Grande did was a little strange as well. Like, it was really good. Then after that, it started being a little weird. So, I don't know. I'm just not sure what's wrong with, like, television nowadays. But I will say, Miss Euphoria has been released today. And I was debating during this episode after I watched Euphoria. But since it's only one episode, I will forget it. I'll watch it tonight. And I'll give my thoughts in the next episode. I am so bloody excited for Euphoria. Because Euphoria is one of, hands down, one of the best shows there is made really it is because i'll tell you why yes it has a stellar cast okay zendaya beautiful but she doesn't she's just such a talented actress in this show um hunter schaefer alexa demi jacob Eldori um barbie ferreira like all these angus cloud all these people are such talented talented actors season one was released i want to say 2020 or was it 2019 i don't remember like it was a while ago right and that show revolutionized one like creative makeup which was literally i i just loved everyone channeling their inner maddie and like i loved it so much i think it was 2019 it was 2019 not 2020 so yeah that was really cool and the storyline obviously because it was about teenagers who are drug addicts and the funny thing is i was talking to my dad about it and he's like, oh, these shows are so unrealistic. And I'm like, but that's the thing. They actually are very realistic. And the thing is, a lot of our older generation is in denial that teenagers have that easy access to such drug abuse and that are going through such deep dark problems that we really, really don't know. I'm not sure how the scene is in Singapore, but I'm, I think we'll be naive to believe that it doesn't exist in Singapore itself. But in America, I'm sure it must be so, so easy. And what I really love about the show it is so it just shows the the downhill version of Ruth's life um, once she becomes an addict, right? And like everything, when she goes into relapse and when she hits rock bottom, when she's on a high, like it's literally euphoric. You watch the show and you're like, "Damn!" Like you, they really take you in depth to each and everyone's character, and I'm really really excited for season two because. There were very si- many side characters like Barbie Ferreira's character, I think Cat. Was a very interesting character as well because she got into webcamming and she must in the character's age must be only what, 17, if that 16, 17. And it's a very sad um reality that a lot of teenagers and a lot of young people even in Singapore, I'm telling you, like they face this as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it is a very big wake up call to the ultra gen- older generation, the parents who are watching this and be like check in on your kid because you really never know what's going on. Not to say that the kids are going to be like, okay, mom, dad, here's what's going on in my life. Obviously, I know that's also naive to believe that the kids will be so open. I get it. But just don't think that these TV shows dramatize everything. Obviously, maybe you know what my sister said? She was like, the only thing that is unrealistic about the show is their outfits because, yeah, no one dresses like that. Although, I mean, I wish they would. But, um, yeah, I really do think that it's a very, very important show to watch because they really deal with very mature themes. And... I don't really remember the storyline of each character that well. Like I remember, okay, I remember one Cassie and her boyfriend. One came to mind, where her boyfriend got hazed, and suddenly needed to like show his masculinity. And honestly, I think his—I would say that his her boyfriend was definitely sexually assaulted in that, um, in that episode. You know, I'm I'm sure if you have watched it, you know what I mean. Um, and if you haven't watched it by now, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't worry, it's not a spoiler. There's a lot of many different storylines in that show. But he was definitely um, harassed sexually and it it was very, very, very scary to watch. And it was even scarier to watch him literally shift from this vulnerable, abused, shaken kid who just lost all his masculinity, all his, like, his, his... I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, just seeing him completely shatter and then something clicks into him and he channels that that loss in him, that confusion into Cassie and abuses Cassie. And I really, really, the juxtaposition of that episode, I remember was like, those, oh my God, it was so, so realistic because hazing really does occur. I'm sure underneath, like underlying hazing definitely occurs in Singapore as well. I really don't think all of this doesn't, like it just goes unnoticed, you know? And like, I remember that episode so clearly because like, it just like that the actor who played the boyfriend i cannot remember the boyfriend's name but he was really really good in that scene and i was like so shaken by that because we don't see enough of men and their sexual assault journey um in the media and television you know and to see someone portray that i i admire that actor i admire the character for being able to share their story and, you know, to put this into television, mainstream television. And it is so important to see the negative effects of what happens and how people become the way they do. So, I mean, it was, it was a very, very important thing. And there were many, many, many things um in the show that was just honestly so good. Like, forget that. Even just mental health in general, you know. Um, toxic relationships. Um, Nate and Maddie. One good thing I will say is that after the show, yes, obviously Nate and Maddie were a very hot couple, but I really feel like they didn't romanticize them. You could tell that it was a very troubled relationship. It was a very toxic relationship, abusive relationship. You know, Nate was very abusive to Maddie, but Maddie was so loyal to him. And, um, you know, the scene where he strangled her and then there were like marks on her neck and like how she finally let go of that in the last, you know, the last part of the show. And I'm just like... I don't know dude like then we also see Nate's troubles and his struggles with sexuality and what makes him so abusive and I'm not saying that it's condoned or anything like obviously kid needs help but um his father his father sneaking out to like have sex it's just so many mature themes um and I really really each actor is so individually talented if you haven't watched euphoria don't worry these are really not spoilers these are really just like snippets of the show like the show is even more than what i'm talking about highly highly recommend euphoria it's really really a very beautifully shot show that deals with very important topics that i feel like um are not put enough in mainstream media and i'm very happy that zendaya like such a like famous actress is working on this project to really like shed light and one thing i really love about her as well is yes her left leg uh if you know you know but um, she also posted on her Instagram like, "Please, you know, watch with caution if some things might be triggering. Like, it's really meant for mature audiences." And I really, really appreciate that because obviously, they want money at the end of the day, right? But like, you know, with her putting out something like that, it really goes to show that like. this person really cares about their audiences and her fans and I don't know I really appreciated her posting that because it is true there's a lot of triggering topics and if any of these things like you felt like made you uncomfortable then don't watch it I mean don't don't put yourself through that just know that you know you are loved and you are not alone whatever you're going through my dms are always open really like if you have anything you can always like dm me if you feel like you have no one to talk to I'm very free I love talking to any of you so please please dm me But yeah, um, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode. I can go on and on about like shows and stuff, but I'll stick to these couple. I'm very excited to watch Euphoria tonight. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you want to hear on the future episodes and which guests you want me to bring in. But until that, I will see you all next Monday. Don't forget to follow the Spill Sash with Sage on Instagram at SageLXX, S-E-J-A-L-X-X on Instagram as well. And yes, see you all next Monday. Bye.